Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Transnational Perspectives Podcast. This is the show where we put nature in focus while sharing perspectives on society and culture across environments and landscapes. I'm your host, Josh Bennett, recording live here in Oslo, Norway, bringing you conversations with researchers, artists, activists, and all kinds of other people from all around the world who are here to share their experiences and their efforts, give us some inspiration and some tools that we need so that you and me and we and everyone else can start working together towards a socially and ecologically sustainable future today. As we'd like to say, we must attack the issues of social and ecological injustice at large from wherever we may sit or stand. The Trans Natural Perspectives podcast is brought to us by listeners like you. If you find value in this show and you want to help it grow, please consider sharing this podcast, writing a review, and supporting the show. Head on over to transnaturalperspectives.com to learn more about how you can contribute as a monthly subscriber, as a one-time donor, as well as check out our blog. I invite you to contact me with any ideas you have for the show. If you'd like to be a guest, if you need a writer, or any other tips on further funding opportunities. All right, everybody, and welcome to the park. I'm sitting outside today here for our, I decided to do something a little special for our final episode here of the Transnational Perspectives podcast of the season, of this chapter, let's say. And I'm sitting in a very nice park here in Oslo, Norway. You know, Oslo, if you ever have the chance to come here, full of amazing parks everywhere it's crazy i've never seen a city with so many parks and so many well-designed parks too you can really see that they put a lot of thought and care into not just having a green space but a space that really fosters you know all walks of life all aspects of the community you can just come here and sit on the grass you can sit at a wonderful bench i'm just kind of naming things that i see around me right now give a little little taste of where i'm at you know there's a skate park over nearby we've got a little arena where people go skating and hockey and different stuff during different times of year nice hills paths where people can jog and kind of all wedged between a very you know old neighborhoods old wooden houses just quite a beautiful place here here in oslo today and i just said hey i gotta get outside it's 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 just so nice out the sky is blue which is something that (sighs) i haven't seen in a long time it's been pretty nice the past week or two but it's been a long winter that kind of just went right into the spring and now here we are in summer 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 break everybody and that's it so this is the final episode of the season or this chapter of the transnational perspectives podcast and i just wanted to give a little reflection it's gonna be a little briefer i think it's gonna be a bit of a brief episode today but i just wanted to give a little bit of reflections on you know how things have gone and 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 where it's going and some things that may have been learned or experienced during these first 18 episodes first of all just really 
incredible experience for me. It was kind of always a dream to have a podcast and, 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 and also a dream to talk about a lot of these topics and issues that we talk about. You know, these are the kind of things I might think about when I'm, when I'm you know, reading an article or, or, or just out for a jog, usually just like out for a jog or out for a bike ride or doing something out in nature, particularly in motion, kind of engaging that intra-indigenous consciousness and when the, the wheels are really turning in the mind and you come up with these topics, you got to stop, you got to got to write them down in your you know phone or something like that you got to just try to remember it and that's really where this whole idea came from in the beginning just bursting of so many different ideas and of course being unable to you know go and research every one of these individual ideas myself I thought it was just really great idea to reach out and just talk to the people who I've been reading and the people that I hear about or the to be honest many people that I've also known for a long time or have had in class and previous studies and also a lot of people that uh, I met through the podcast maybe a suggestion from somebody that I interviewed or perhaps even somebody that reached out who was listening to the podcast that wanted to come on so i'm just really grateful that we have had people listening and, and responding and reacting and like a nice little it seems like we have a nice little audience now i would love it to spread the word much further much farther transcend all i think we transcend all continents and we're in about 60 plus countries at some point or another but i would just love to kind of you know planted the seeds this season planted 18 really seeds and starting to bear fruit and get the word out about you know sustainability from all aspects of life and all kinds of places around the world so it's just been a really amazing experience and i thank you listeners out there for for joining me on this journey thus far and to all of you who have come on the podcast we're gonna go a little bit deeper into that in a moment so just yeah very grateful for this experience and i feel uh, kind of good that it's gonna take a take a little put put a little bookend here right now put a little period on this moment and get a little critical distance because I have a lot of ideas that I would like to expand upon in uh, future episodes of this podcast. So we'll take a maybe a couple months off. I'm assuming maybe get some more interviews and ideas together behind the scenes and then kick it off before you know it. But that doesn't mean that there's nothing to listen to. Of course, we have many episodes, and I know that many people haven't listened to all of the episodes. And, of course, you can share those with people you know, or just please share it on your social media or in emails or with your classes. I know some people have been doing that too, sharing with their classes. So I really appreciate that. And the, the more you do that, the more you kind of help spread all of these wonderful ideas that are kind of like hiding in books, hiding in articles, hiding behind uh, behind desk somewhere, or maybe just in a classroom, unknown, unbeknownst to the rest of the world. So keep up sharing, keep spreading, and I just really appreciate that. Um, also, speaking of education and educators, I want to give a particular reflection or a particular shout out to my educators out there. Now, I know that I think, you know, along with the philosophy and theories behind this podcast, we all are educators in one way or another. We all have an ability to educate no matter where we're from. And, and I would like to expand upon this idea of community education, like not necessarily that you have to be a certified 
teacher standing in a classroom delivering facts. Ooh, getting a little bit of wind here. You might hear a little bit of natural sound around here, but that's kind of nice, right? Because it's a nature podcast. Yeah, we all, ha- all have this position, whatever position of life we're in, we have the ability to educate others, no matter what our age, big or small, little ways, lots of people, not too many people, whatever you can do, just, you know, have the ability to share some kind of knowledge, some kind of experience. So I, I, I support this idea and I really hope that people kind of keep that, you know, nugget in their minds that we have this agency, we do have this power to, to share, to share our knowledge. And I, I know this year in particular has been difficult for everybody, especially of COVID. In a way, this podcast, I've been thinking about it for a while, but it was kind of a product of COVID itself as a way to, you know, I used to be an, educa- uh, an official teacher not too long before this podcast started, but things changed and ended up in this, in, 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 this, in this position of, you know, wanting to reach out in another way. So in a way, I'm trying to use my tools as an educator and as a communicator and as kind of a collector of stories, collector of people to get this information out there. And, and we all have the ability to do something like that, whether you make pizza or whether you are a good old uh, experiential educator like our friend Arpad Barnai from episode uh, 16 down there in Hungary. We all have the opportunity to share our knowledge. And I think it's been particularly amazing year for sharing of knowledge i mean i know a lot of people out there have been at home but somehow sharing a lot over the internet and it's a little bit different for a lot of us it can be also exhausting and tiring especially for us outdoorsy people but it's also been a pretty uh, unique opportunity uh, this kind of explosion of information lots of good info some not so good info too but there's a lot of potential in all of that especially as Some places around the world tend to open up, other places still on lockdown. Here in Norway, it's kind of just beginning to open up a little bit. I know it's very different back in my home country, the U.S., and some places around the world, it's uh, no opening in sight. So we always have to remember that, too, is that from our unique positions, they are unique to us. We share this planet that we're all kind of connected on, but we really do live in different situations we live in different worlds actually this reminds me of uh old saying that my history teacher mr uzenis had always would say when we would do current events back in history class back i think in eighth grade he would always say we'd talk about something in some faraway land you know be like wow i can't believe that's happening there and he'd be like that's right kids same planet different worlds and i really think that that's something that stuck with me throughout all of this time throughout my lifetime was that you know just because things are one way here and that's the norm here could be completely different somewhere else so it's 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 a good thing to think about to understand where other people are coming from around the world where other environments are existing around the world you might be living on top of a mountain uh, somewhere you know not really thinking so much about flooding for example but there's other parts of the world that are flooding due to the decisions that you're making on top of that mountain and vice versa. You might be more concerned about a uh, uh, fire in your neighborhood, you know, forest fire. And uh, this could have something to do with the actions on the other side. So it's all just try to save that little nugget of same planet, different worlds that we live in here. And just another shout out to my educators out there too because I know it's been particularly difficult as frontline workers because I think we do have a lot of educators working and listening to the podcast. 
you know, I would be interested to hear from you. I know I have my opinions about it, but I'd be interested to hear from you how you think, have, have there been any grand realizations about education, you know, particularly, let's say, like kind of standard classroom, K through 12 education, or maybe alternative education, you have different perspectives on alternative education and how that has changed or shifted or morphed, or maybe has it been degraded over the past uh, year since COVID began? Or has there been new windows of opportunity that you see a lot of really positive potential for? Because I think being a good a good old like teacher 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 you know in a classroom is a really difficult job i've been there i know a lot of us have been there and i think it's kind of a underdog of uh, maybe frontline workers that we don't hear about nearly as much as the the teachers and all the stuff that they have to go through i mean i think in any normal time being a teacher is quite difficult i have made the comparison before to i've made the comparison before to oh, it's getting a little windy around here okay i hope we can yeah okay it's calming down a little bit now okay yeah yeah so i've made the comparison of being a, a tv show host it's kind of like being a teacher you know you're, you're like a tv show so you get up in front of your audience you've got you know an hour of material let's say you, you sing you dance uh, you, pl you play clips from uh, news stories and videos you have a script base or a script that you read sometimes you're improvising or there's some kind of plan i mean there's a lot of work that goes into being uh, a teacher and a lot of people don't realize that you know if you have a tv show yeah you have a host <laughs> some kids going by it's getting fun here in the park and you got to go out and play go out and play everybody after you listen to this podcast go out and play these kids are having a good old time but yeah you know if you're if you're a teacher you don't have all the staff that a tv show host would have you know on a tv show you, yeah sure you see uh trevor noah or jimmy fallon or johnny carson or whoever you know the host is and uh, you know they've got you know tons of raiders behind them they have the camera people, the assistants to the camera people, the people that grab the coffee, the, the people that do the hair, the people that write the script, the people that edit the video, the people that get it out there. Teachers don't have that. You are like the only one responsible for all the entertainment, the behavioral stuff, the just, you know, the grading, the nuts and bolts, the planning. And, and if you're a teacher, you know that a lot of that continues before and after class on the weekends, private time, even on the coveted summer. So uh, I really uh, want to um, commend everybody out there. I know everybody's had had various levels of uh, difficulty and perhaps uh, inspiration in the, the past year or so. But a real big shout out to our teachers out there because, whew, tough. It's, it's, been a, it's been a doozy. Yeah, so give it up for the teachers out there. Pat on the back. And I would like to know how you think, you know, maybe things can change now or things should be different or maybe did you did you leave the profession? Was it too much or anything? I'd be interested to hear some feedback as well. I would be interested also to hear your perspectives on how education could change in a way of maybe getting, you know, other people involved. Like we do on this podcast, we get people from all over the place, from all different walks of life, all different kinds of jobs. But like I said in the beginning of the process, we all have this opportunity to share our knowledge. It doesn't have to be in a classroom. It could be on a podcast. It could be through an art piece. It could be through... Um, street performance like how or it could just be through your pure actions in life what you do at your job every day you know it could be really simple things like ah oh, 
I, I work at a bike shop and usually we take the old tires and tubes and we just throw it in the garbage. I'm going to set up an initiative to uh, take these to the recycling uh, bin uh, once a week or something like that. Or, hey, I'm, I'm a lawyer and, you know, instead of representing these big corporations, maybe I'll start representing some environmental organizations. You know, you know, I'm a, I'm an architect. Maybe maybe I should instead of building uh, these really you know cookie cutter places, McMansions that people only only one family lives in and takes up a bunch of space and resources. Maybe I should look more into uh, landscape oriented architecture that you know that creates community and and works efficiently and sustainably you know there's all kinds of ways that we can orient ourselves but yeah so we had just so many amazing people on and i just want to give some personal one by one give some thanks to these great people that came on the podcast and really you know got this ship rolling and 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 really are just you know an essential part of everything that's happening here so you know going back and 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 also this is a good guide if you listen to all the episodes you can just skip right over this but if this is a good guide to if you are you know you know to to maybe get you interested to check out another one of these podcast episodes during the summertime and i actually tried to record this part a few times already but i just kept gushing and over explaining each one of these episodes because they're so interesting so but i'm going to try to maintain myself here and just uh, read off who who we were talking with and what did we talk about so going back to our first interview we talked we went all the way to all the way going on a tour i went all the way to british columbia where i talked with estella kutta and sean dr sean blankensop and we talked about their upcoming book ecology ecologizing i always have trouble saying that we talked about their book ecologizing education amazing all about research done at a school that i think sean established quite a while ago and many you know, over a decade ago and the research that goes on in this outdoor alternative school and Estella's helping put that book together ah here I go over explaining okay number two coming up it's the top 17 content we had a conversation with Bob Henderson again in Canada we talked about free to sleeve anti-adventure narratives and cultivating ecological consciousness thank you so much Dr. Bob Henderson. At number three, we talked to Victor Elderton, another friend up there in the great Pacific Northwest of Canada, in an episode called A Sense of Wonder, Learning with Landscapes, Ecology, and Imagination in the Pacific Northwest. And if you want to hear some really great stories, it's a pretty long interview, but if you want to just hear some really great stories about growing up in Canada and connecting with nature from a young age and kind of playing that out throughout your entire life and and developing school listen to that episode as well as yeah number four episode number four we talked with deb matlock who is the uh, owner and operator of wild rhythms a nature-based spiritual arts practice that that she runs out there in colorado deb's also a professor of environmental education over there in prescott college in arizona and we talked about environmental education diversity and nature-based spiritual arts which is very interesting conversation talk about different perspectives on spirituality number five got an episode with huck medeke all the way from finland called wilderness survival sustainable living and other sauna stories in finland huck is 
a re- world-renowned outdoor leader, specifically in the field of wilderness survival. And he also lives off the grid over there in Jotunsu, Finland. And he was recording it with this when he was in his sauna over there in Finland. So check that out. It's a very interesting episode talking a lot about the theory behind wilderness survival and how it relates to our current environmental crises and the needs of people and how we may persevere here. Coming up at number six, I talked with Claudia Kochi, an old friend of mine, all the way from back in the Transcultural European Outdoor Studies Master Program days, and we talk about transboundary nature preservation along the European Green Belt. Claudia works in Prespa National Park, a very interesting situation that a park that she works in an area that lies literally on the border of three countries. It's the epitome of transnaturalism, dealing with lots of intercultural issues there on the border of Montenegro, Greece, and Albania, and right along the European Green Belt, which is a very interesting part of Europe that I never knew about, and I want to ride my bike down the whole thing now, which is the European Green Belt, which is this basically border area, as we call it, kind of... Uh, no no like no man's land no person's land where on the border of uh, what is used to be i guess europe and the former soviet union where it goes north to south in europe and it's just this amazing kind of pristine untouched natural area that just is a big corridor that goes from north to south here in europe so that's where that park is learn more listen up to transboundary nature preservation along the european green belt with claudia kochi number six episode on the transnational perspective podcast at number seven we talk a lot about outward bound the outward bound program with uh for lack of a better term eco psychologist educator and environmental extraordinaire Dr. James T. Neal, all the way from Australia. Yeah, this is now when we start moving in over to Australia. And Dr. Neal was one of the premier kind of pioneer researchers with the Outdoor Bound program. Really incredible stories of sailing the high seas on search of all kinds of literature and facts about Outward Bound programs back long before even the internet really was a thing. Coming up at number eight, we've got an episode called Wild Swimming, Purposeful Adventure and Water Conservation in the UK with Laura Owen Sanderson, all the way from the UK. Really amazing. I got to talk to Laura kind of mid-swim on her journey across 15 national parks in the UK where she is collecting water samples for the uk's largest plastic pollution water study ever done pretty amazing story especially she tells her life story about how she rose up from the trenches of debilitating chronic illness and turned it into a passion of wild swimming not only as a cure for her physical ailments or a therapy for her physical ailments but as a way of eco activism and purpose check it out and you can check out laura's work at we swim wild just google that wherever you are coming up episode nine i talked with jason moore my good friend 
from the Zero to Travel podcast, another amazing podcast with many, 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 many listeners, much more than this podcast, but you should definitely check it out, especially if you love travel stories. My friend Jason Moore, it's the only in-person interview I got to do, do during this whole podcast and, you know, because of pandemic purposes, but we are semi-neighbors. And we talk about evolving perspectives on travel. Jason has interviewed over 400 people in his eight years with the Zero to Travel podcast, over 400 travelers, and they talk about, you know, everything travel related, a lot to do with like nomadic travel, how to, you know, you know, a lot of stories of uprooting your life and living a life of travel or winding down from travel after anything related travel and journeying. Check out Jason Moore's podcast, Zero to Travel podcast. And in that episode, in this episode, we talked a lot about, you know, the evolving perspectives on travel particularly during the pandemic so we talk a lot we get into a lot into adventures around the corner local adventures and being okay being in one place and 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 trends regarded to that from what he sees from his position as one of the world's largest travel podcast hosts coming up episode 10 Really, one of an um, one of the most amazing episodes I spoke with Fran Tarowskis of the Caesar Adventure podcast, and we talked about outdoor adventure and epilepsy. This is really what I'm going for here: is finding these unique slices of life, unique perspectives, kind of you know reminding me a bit of the conversation I had with Bob Henderson of anti-adventure narratives. We talk a lot about a little known community or a little, little, let's say little regarded, you know, community of people who happen to have epilepsy who are out there adventuring. And Fran Tarowska's podcast, Seizure Adventure, covers all of that. She speaks with people of from all walks of life, people that have biked across continents, people that are into hiking in the UK and Australia, all over the world, in the United States, and how they go about traveling and the different trials, tribulations, positives and inspirations that come out of all of that traveling under the certain condition uh, known as epilepsy. Really great podcast and a really great episode. Thank you, Fran, for coming on the podcast. Moving up to episode 11, the countdown coming in at 11. We got, oh, Dr. Bob Henderson returned again. That's right. This was our New Year's episode of Dr. Bob Henderson. And we talked about ecological consciousness in the era of COVID. So yeah, this was actually quite a reflections podcast. Bob has always been really uh, supportive of this podcast and this work. And it was really awesome to have him back on again to give his perspectives from over there in in Canada, and I was offering my perspectives from over here in Norway. What kind of uh, good, bad, or indifferent observations we have made on the development of or further development of people's ecological consciousness during this time of COVID? Really good episode. Check it out. Thanks, Bob. Uh, coming in at episode number 12. Wow, this episode was a behemoth. <laughs> behemoth yet small i'm talking about the tiny house movement with urban sociologist alice wilson really amazing cool person to talk to all about who's doing research all about the tiny house movement particularly in the uk particularly uh, among groups of women who are engaged 
or living engaged with the tiny house movement or living uh, in tiny houses. And we go a lot really deep into it, the sociology, the politics, the, the nuts and bolts, the, the stigmas around tiny houses, the legalities. Wow, what an awesome episode. And so far, the most listened to episode. So check that out. Maybe it's a good, good. If you haven't listened to it, you definitely should listen to that episode. Thank you so much, Alice, for coming on the podcast. Coming up at number 13. Oh, this was awesome. And this is, I actually read, reread an entire book for this podcast with Dr. Kate Rawls out of the UK, one of my old professors from the University of Cumbria, though she doesn't work there anymore. And the podcast is called The Life Cycle. And we talked about travel rating as environmental activism. The title says it all. Epic conversation with Kate. We go over her two books that pretty much document uh, one which has come out, one which has not come out yet, but her books document her journey on a bike through North America and then later on South America where we just d- discuss climate change as well as biodiversity loss. Wow, what an like amazing, inspirational person Dr. Kate Rawls is. She really has done it all. She's been in the classroom She's been behind the books. She's been on the road, everything. So really check out that podcast. And coming up next, ecological economics. We talked with Dr. Ove Daniel Jakobsen. Dr. Ove Daniel Jakobsen is actually from the north of Norway, and he's one of the pioneering premier researchers and professors in the study of ecological economics, which is you know, a theory on economics that puts kind of like this podcast, puts nature in focus, puts the ecology in focus, and kind of builds out from there. It does give me some threads of remembrance from the episode we did with Huck Medeke on wilderness survival. I do see some connections between wilderness survival and kind of ecological ecological survival, in this case through economics. He can explain it much better than me. But I highly recommend you check out this episode. It's a bit of a, uh, I, I really like getting into these bit more like far out topics, although it's right here at home because I mean, what's more important than the economy and the ecology is pretty much the two things that I think if you are an ecologically concerned or ecologically minded person, you're probably thinking a lot about ecology, but then you're also thinking about um, what's up with the economy. So we get really deep into it. As well, we get deep. Oh, and by the way, if you do listen to that episode, feel free to send us some questions because there will be a, a follow-up episode next season where Dr. Ovid Daniel Jakobsen answers questions from the audience as well. Some questions that I didn't get to ask him last time because it is a really big topic. Thank you very much, Dr. Jakobsen, for coming on. All right. Next up, Dr. Rebecca Olive. Wow. Amazing writer. Amazing person, amazing speaker. We talk about ecofeminism, surfing, and leisure culture. Dr. Rebecca Olive is a professor down in Australia, down under. And that's what we talked about ecofeminism, surfing, and leisure culture. It's such an interesting conversation. We talk about all these things, a very sociological, anthropological approach, including indigeneity and how that works and weaves in with all of these topics, particularly in Australian culture. I had a lovely time speaking with Dr. Rebecca Olive, and 
I thank you very much for coming on, and I hope you enjoy that episode. Rounding it on up, episode number 16, I got to go down to Hungary in my mind through <laughs> through Zoom and speak about experiential education with Arpad Barnai. I mentioned him a little bit earlier in this podcast. We talked about his experience with foster care and Roma communities in Hungary. So he does he runs an experiential education school or program we could say called the Academy of Experience where he digs deep into the community helping out marginalized groups outside in the outskirts of Budapest particularly with the Roma communities and within these communities does a lot of cultural exchange it's very local transcultural exchange going on through the use of experiential education philosophy theories and techniques so man thank you so much that was a really wonderful conversation and our pod also has a really amazing podcast called the source and you can find that pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts and last but not least in the previous episode right the one right before this one we had the longest episode ever on the transnational perspectives podcast including video because my friend, all the way back from the United States, who now lives in Norway, Ernie Roby Tomich, came to talk to us about coal. That's right, yes. In an episode, a very epic episode, kind of the encore episode of this season called Speaking Through Coal, The Art of Appalachian Fatalism, Resource Extraction, and Electricity. Wow. This was so amazing and was mind-blowing. You know, I know probably the, one of the biggest things I got out of this, not only the that, that Ernie has lived just a really incredible and interesting life, but, you know, the history of Appalachia, the history of coal, and then his own personal family story, but this idea that he kept mentioning, which was this idea of verticality. You know, because a lot of time I think, and especially a lot of the social sciences, social studies, we think a lot in spectrums, we think a lot in, in continuums and scales and all this kind of stuff. And this is kind of flipping it on its side. We're talking about going down from the bottom of the earth. We're talking about the depths of the earth where people are mining for coal. And what happens to that coal? It kind of, you know, makes its way up to the surface level. It turns into energy. It turns into money. It builds houses. It turns into people's lives. You know what I mean? And from that, in an, an interesting, like, kind of real-life example in, in Ernie's family was the fact that a lot there was also these, what do we call it, like, weather stations, or not space station, satellite stations where you're looking into space to try to contact life and out in space in the same uh, region where a lot of this coal mining is going on. So the coal is literally the coal from the depths of the earth. These ancient like dinosaur bones in the depths of the earth are being turned into frequencies that are being sent into space. So it's a pretty wild way to look at things. And I think I will not look at things the same since I started thinking about things in that way. Pretty amazing. Thank you so much, Ernie. And he takes us to his amazing art exhibit, which is all about this topic. It's about a two-hour or almost two-hour-long episode, and it is also on YouTube, so you can actually get, you know, a very rare opportunity to have the artist walk us through their exhibit. So check it out, everybody, and thank you very much, my good old friend Ernie, for coming on the show. It was so great to catch up with you. And I just want to give a big thanks, too, to everybody else that's given feedback towards the show. Everybody that uh, there were a few episodes that did 
get recorded, but then there were technical difficulties or for some reason they didn't get out on the air. I want to thank those people too. And maybe one day we'll get you back on the show or maybe those episodes will be revived somehow, some way. We'll figure it out. But nonetheless, your participation is all part of it. That's it, everybody. That's that's what we're talking about here on the Transnatural Perspectives podcast. It's all about I and you and me and we and all of us together here to create a more sustainable future. Learn how to be more sustainable from each other and start putting that into our daily practice little by little. Like they say, a better world for you and for me. If you know that song, if you know what line that song is from, let me know. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter because it's just a nice thing to say. Anyways, but I also just want to give a little shout out before we close up here. Shout out to Patreon, my Patreon subscribers. There's not many of you. There's a few, but I really appreciate it. And if anybody else out there enjoys the work that we do here and you feel like contributing whatever you can by becoming a subscriber or a patron, you can do one-time or monthly donations. It is so appreciated. And, you know, the more that happens, the more I can focus more and more attention onto this stuff. And I don't know, maybe make it who knows who knows the potential of what's going to happen here so i you know if, if you show love and interest in that way check it out transnaturalperspectives.com you can learn all about our blog you can learn all about our ways that you can contribute through monetary contributions or knowledgeable contributions or intelligence contributions send me your ideas and one thing you can also do is send me an email on there you can either send it through the website or you can just send it to transnationalpod at gmail.com and let me know if you want to get on the mailing list we have a mailing list going on we got a pretty big mailing list going on right now where you'll always get updates about when a new episode's coming out, but you also get updated on uh, on cool things too. For example, in the last the last email, I, the last uh, newsletter I sent out, I'm asking people, do you have any topics that you would like to hear on a new episode? Because I want to get panels together. Would you, do you have topics that you'd like to offer, or do you have topics that, or, or would you be willing to come on a panel discussion so we can get it a bit more lively up in here, get multiple voices at a time? I would love to hear from you about that. So send me your topics. Send me if you'd be interested to come on a panel. If you don't have any topics but you want to come on a panel, that's great. If you don't want to come on a panel but you have topics, that's great too. I've already gotten uh, a couple responses. So uh, we'll get some episodes set up coming up in the next round of podcasts. Anyways, everybody, it's really nice outside and it's also getting a little windy. I hope you can still hear me and I hope you're having a great day. And I hope you have a really wonderful time until we meet again here through our ears on the Transnatural Perspectives podcast. I wish you all a very safe, healthy, and restful time. And these are my Transnatural Perspectives for today, everyone. I'm your host, Josh Bennett, recording live here from Oslo, Norway. Until next time, get some perspective. Get outside. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Josh, here. Happy to say that the Trans Natural Perspectives podcast is brought to us by listeners like you. If you find value in this show and you want to help it grow, please consider sharing this podcast, writing a review, and supporting the show. 
Head on over to transnationalperspectives.com to learn more about how you can contribute as a monthly subscriber, as a one-time donor, as well as check out our blog. I invite you to contact me with any ideas you have for the show. If you'd like to be a guest, if you need a writer, or any other tips on further funding opportunities. I'd really love to hear from you. It keeps this show going, keeps me going. And with that being said, thanks for listening.